Last week on The Slut Show. Not dead naming is suicide prevention. Using the right pronouns is also suicide prevention. Yeah. I'll pretend. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I'm a damsel in distress. You can't <laughs> grab me, mate. I, I'm stuck here. I can't do anything. I just want people to have better lives. People yeah. are like, well, dead radical. Like, yeah, man, that's rad. No, it's radical. Well, f- you, I'll gladly be radical yeah, if, that's if that's what ra- radical yeah, is. Exactly. Gay, uh, cis men don't want to be with trans guys if they haven't had their uh, bottom operation. Why do you think that is? Because they're scared of vagina because vaginas are holy and mighty. Dicks are boring and <laughs> vaginas are everything. <laughs> I felt kind of slutty yeah, in a very nice, nice way. So. That's good. And I bought um, jock straps for myself, which is like gay man lingerie like the oh. bottom is open so i uh, put them on for the first time and i showed uh lotta she was like yes yes, yes daddy <laughs> we like this this week on the slut show if i would die by orgasming just know that i will be happy doing it just for, for i will be at the eulogy like at least she had fun doing what she loved up until the very last minute lotta always <laughs> says if he dies he dies you don't have like the heteronormative yeah. Uh, transgender surgeries. You also have right. the non-binary people that define themselves differently masculine terms for me. I'm already like, mm, okay, mm-hmm. what's, what's up, baby? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you did not believe yet that the Bible is fiction, then hereby, your proof. They will have to take my nipples off, cut them in a beautiful size, put them back on. That's why diet culture needs to f*** the hell off. Yeah, f- yeah. You want to detox? Stop drinking. If you're watching porn at work, then it's a problem. We haven't found a sugar daddy yet. People are fucking lonely. Get get yourself in company. And damn, if Lot is your company, you're a blessed man. Mm. <laughs> hey, you. Thank you so much for listening. No matter when you are listening, no matter where you are, get comfortable. Get yourself a cup of tea, a glass, or an entire bottle of wine. Maybe smoke a blunt, get under a blanket, grab yourself some popcorn, and enjoy this week's episode of The Slut Show with Ellen Moore. Happy, Happy New Year! Year. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Oh man, this is gonna be a clean up. Holy <laughs> anything for the gram for the for the for Woo! The Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen! 2020's over finally! Uh, Woo! Is better? Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> Let's pray to the gods, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and every non-binary being watching. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! I wish you the very, very best for this. <sighs> clean slate i hope so oh man yeah Ho- hopefully let's get corona out of the world yeah fuck yeah that's my first wish man um, i yeah. i'm already regretting this um it was show. fun though it was fun it, it was, was fun. a lot of for fun. people listening uh we popped a balloon with a lot of glitters i'm gonna find glitters here for the rest of my life probably yep. no, they're, they're big glitters so yeah exactly uh so i didn't do my intro as i usually do but my name is ellen moore and welcome to this Last episode of the second season of The Slut Show in the studio with me today. I am back. You know I'm from last week. Still a Black Lives Matter and LGBTQ plus activist. <laughs> still a body positive, self-proclaimed slut and sex lover. He just so happens to be trans and a mad, talented artist. I'm talking about the one and only Dane. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you so much for having me again. I'm so excited for this episode. Yeah, and me too. I love having you on the show for the last episode of the season for many, many reasons, which we're going to get into. But first... The Slut Show with Ellen Moore, the podcast slash talk show about shit we as females have to deal with on a daily basis. About feminism, insecurities, feeling like a bomb-ass bitch, and obviously about loads of sex. 
Enjoy your weekly dose of empowerment. Your weekly dose of empowerment. What was the most empowering thing you did lately? Ooh. Mm. I think um, taking a bit of time for myself. Good, yeah, good. That is also very empowering. It's so important. Yeah. So I finally had holidays. Uh, good. For, uh, <laughs> for <laughs> fucking Yavi. It's always Yavi. It's always Yavi, <laughs> man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's uh, taking taking time for myself and uh, seeing my uh, uh, seeing the daughter of my best friend. Nice. I love her so much, Filena. That's great. So I got her uh, a Lush uh, package with like a face mask. Oh, because, nice. Um, when she was a little bit younger, she uh, I got her Sleepy from Lush. Yeah, it's like the lavender one, and I said to her, if yeah. you put it on your neck and you go to sleep, then your pillow will always smell like lavender, and nice. you will sleep so easily. And then, like Uncle Dane says, I need to do the uh, lavender uh, <laughs> thingy. The I love that. So I got our um, a lush uh, care package, and Great. I bought her some uh, new shoes because she needed. So I got her black Air Force ones. Nice, yeah. good. So, uh, Annie Lottie, cool, cool Uncle Dane yeah. bringing gifts. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's dope. So yeah, and just taking taking time for myself and for Lotta. Good. That's yeah. so important. I saw that the both yeah. of you took some time off of social media. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Very I feel needed. Very uh, uh, clear headed right now, actually, because I'm great. I, I know I'm addicted to social media, and it's still had a facebook uh mm-hmm. tiktok and snapchat even though i don't even <laughs> use snapchat right i actually only use it to see the snaps of one of my best friends <laughs> that's nice. the only reason why i use it um but snapchat uh, is so 2020 <laughs> <laughs> it's damn it's like like your parents can almost talk about snapchat, right like, right right cool. but anyway uh, i feel very clear in my in my headspace uh good that's that's really nice because i'm very addicted to instagram because i just love scrolling and i'm so addicted to instagram it's ridiculous so maybe the next time i'm gonna be uh i think i'm gonna do a total social media stop so also no tiktok and i love tiktok so much it's also very addictive oh by the way if you're as addicted to social media as we are his instagram is right here right (laughs) now my instagram is right (laughs) here right now and the slut show instagram is right here right now (laughs) so if you're follow if you're listening it's at by Alan Moore at the Slut Show with Alan Moore and check out the link in the yeah, description box of the YouTube video. <laughs> oh, I need to change it. And actually, I had this uh, tag that was just my name, yeah. like Casio, and someone else took it. Oh, and fuck. I can't find the person, um, that, so I that's can't why buy my, it off. My name is by Alan Moore, not Alan Moore, because ah, uh, yeah. there is an Alan Moore who literally has, I kid you not, two thousand posts but zero followers or following. That's Wh- annoying. Wh- yeah, it's very, very frustrating. Yeah. Very frustrating. <laughs> I get it. But I'm just going to keep by Ellen Moore and rock that shit mm. now. Um, there is no slut show without science. So let's go. Let's go. Oh, and wait. Some slutty science. What was your empowering moment? Oh, <laughs> back at that. Okay, so. <laughs> totally forgot. My empowering moment. <clears throat> um, okay, so there is someone who I've been sleeping with for some time now. Oh, nice. On and off, yeah. Um, great sex, great sex. All right. If you're watching great sex. Um, <laughs> oh, did you give him a rating in your book? I don't know if, if I, he knows that, but... Um, <laughs> now he does. <laughs> no, but you're you're fine, man, and he knows it. So, uh, yeah, yeah, be, be, uh, be your... <laughs>
<laughs> Yappy flying again. He's so enthusiastic about the sex. Um, anyways, so uh, I've been sleeping with someone for, for some time now. And um, uh, that person um, was canceling me uh, like an hour before we were going to meet up. And I was like, no, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm. This is not okay. I'm yeah. going to call you out on it and make a big deal out of this because mm-hmm. it's not okay to treat people like that. Yeah. So um, why did he cancel you? What was his reason? Because he didn't feel like biking here. Oh no, he, you're gonna bike. <laughs> Are you? You're gonna bike. Fucking letting no. this walk because you don't yappy young because uh, you don't want to bike. Are you shitting me? So I I went full on crazy bitch. Um, mm. And I refreshing, <laughs> very refreshing. <laughs> Honestly, I felt so empowered, and I was like, "Listen, if there's something serious, or if there's something within your family, your friends, I don't care what it is. If it's anything serious, sure, it's fine. Or if it's like I need some time for myself or whatever, that's also fine. But not because you don't want to bike. No, that's a shitty reason. No, that's just not how you're gonna treat people. And if you want to treat people like that, sure." But don't not don't Ellen, call me up. Not by Ellen Moore. Not fucking Ellen Moore, <laughs> bitch. No, honestly. And um, I I just told him if you uh, if you are keen on seeing this face ever again, then you're gonna bike here, and otherwise you can go bike to hell. <laughs> and he came. That was a very empowering. It was so. <laughs> it was so empowering. Mm. And I was sitting there, and I did that, and I hung up the phone um, after we agreed that he was going to come. And um, I was sitting there, and I was like, I'm so empowering. I did this. And if if he would have said no, I would have been fine, too. Yeah, because you said something. Right. Because I said something. And then... Good on you. Oh, my God. It was so empowering. Yeah. I feel very empowered because of that. So that's a very good um, start of of, of 2021, because I feel like it's very important to... Make this year fully dedicated, like any year, honestly, to myself and being treated correctly by everyone around me. 100% good on you, Ellen. I'm Amen proud of for you. that. Thank you so much. And now it's time for some scientific shit. Some science. Here we go. I got some slutty science for you because we like to stick to facts. Slutty science with This week's Slutty Science builds on the Slutty Science from both the second episode of the season and last week's episode. In those previous episodes, we defined what transgender means by differentiating sex and gender. We spoke about the urgent issue of both mental health and suicide rates amongst transgender folks and criminalization internationally. Today, we are starting off with a fun fact. Because did you know that the amount of transgender people globally adds up to roughly around the same amount of red-haired people really speaking in percentages we are equally as rare or rather equally as average maybe really this is true damn i that's a very fun fact that's a very very fun fact we have a trans guy here and a redhead and a ginger exactly so we're equally as rare or normal maybe yeah Yeah, exactly nice i love that fact right it's good right yeah because i know a lot of red-headed people exactly so uh, yeah, we're your allies. Allies, <laughs> allies. <laughs> we're your allies. <laughs> the allies, my allies. Hey, we're your allies. <laughs> oh my god, you should call your fan base that your allies. My allies. Hey, allies, watching, listening. I love you guys. <laughs> Today we are diving into the world of sex education. So let's talk science. Nice. The sex education made available to transgender youth as well as transgender people's sexuality has rarely been studied and remains a controversial topic within academic li- literature, likely due to the stereotypes 
types transgender people face. What has been shown in academic research is that transgender adolescents report higher rates of both dating and sexual abuse than their cisgender counterparts. Furthermore, transgender adolescents experience issues in school cisgender folks do not face. These include not being referred to by their actual name and pronoun or being forced to use toilets and locker rooms that do not correspond with their gender identity. It cannot be assumed that the needs of transgender adolescents in terms of sex education mirror those of cisgender adolescents. It asks for special attention that given the heteronormative society we find ourselves in lacks more often than it does not. This has been shown to result in deteriorating mental health, confirming last week's slutty science with a concrete example. Even though digital media environments introduce new risks and liabilities for transgender individuals, they too provide certain care structures that can help them manage the trials and complexities of everyday life. Concluding, sex education meant for transgender people lacks research. However, what has been proven is the increased dating and sexual abuse amongst transgender folks. They face issues cis people cannot relate with, raising new questions, asking for new solutions. Yeah. Yeah, it's not only for trans people, though. It's also for queer people. The whole Be- LGBTQ yeah, community. Because, Absolutely. Uh, when I uh, was happy, when I was in uh, uh, high school, um, we get like we got like one or two sentences about uh, gay people in my biology book, and it was followed with, "Yeah, but it's not okay by the Bible." So. We're not going to talk about that. I was like, but I want to know how to have safe sex with girls. <laughs> Whoa. Please <laughs> tell yeah. me. Or like people with vaginas. Just let me know how I can have safe sex in that way. There is definitely... Um, the way sex education right now is taught is very both heteronormative and created by and for males. Yeah. And it's also for um, reproduction. Mm-hmm. There, it's solely based on reproduction. Absolutely. So it's only about a, a man climaxing and everything, but it doesn't say you increase the chances of pregnancy when the uh, woman uh, or the the uh, person with ovaries, um, uh, if they climax as well, then the chances. Is that are, so? Yeah. If you both it's climax hope. at the same time, there's a bigger chance of you getting pregnant. That makes sense because yeah. you you contract the muscles. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's nice. That's good yeah. to know. So if you want to get your wife pregnant, future husband, if you ever want to get me pregnant, we're gonna have to orgasm simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the reason I I, per- I purposely did not uh, name the whole LGBTQ plus community mm-hmm. and purposely only transgenders because uh, transgender people, excuse me, okay. because um, I did my research and honestly doing the research for this particular episode was horrible because yeah, there is you hardly- can't find anything. Yeah, for me it's also like experiencing things in a positive way right now because I'm still finding my way of um, having sex in a way that. Um, that I like it and mm-hmm. which makes me feel like me. Um, so uh, Lotte and I are very experimental. Like we like to Good. try out new things, even though we're not together that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're both very uh, slutty for each other. Nice. <laughs> so we just want to try new things and uh, do different things. And we're very sexually adventurous and everything. But that's also, um, you, n- you need to take precautions. I need to see... 
uh, if you if you're feeling okay, if you're enjoying it, and that you communicate during sex. How do you how do you deal with body dysphoria during sex? What are ways you? Yeah, well, we talked about that in the first mm-hmm. episode as well. Uh, but the thing for me is uh, communication, but not in the first place. It 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 isn't coming from me. It's always Lotte that is asking me, "Is this okay?" Yeah, and she knows when. Um, uh, when she's giving me a hand job and I close my eyes, then she knows. Okay, I'm a little bit dysphoric, and um, at a certain point there was like a tilt. And f- at first it was like, "Are you okay, baby? Are you still enjoying this?" To I'm just gonna talk fucking dirty in your ear, and it's nice. fun. Yeah, but it really helps, though. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, she found really a way. Oh, I'm blushing a little bit thinking about good. it again. <laughs> You're turning like yeah. Oh, <laughs> god dang. Yeah, that's sexy. Mm, yeah i like dirty talking in the bedroom yeah me as well yeah D- it really helped for my dysphoria during sex that's a very good suggestion for everyone yeah. for everyone listening who uh want want wants to or is gonna hook up with uh transgender people talk dirty talk dirty hell yeah and like you can check what they're what mm-hmm. people find uh gender affirming and uh what gives them gender euphoria because if um um if Lotta uses like dominantly uh masculine terms for me, I'm mm-hmm. already like okay, mm-hmm. what's, what's up, baby? What's up? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that helps like figure out what, what people like. But it's the same thing with you. Yeah. I mean if you like being called a slut or a whore in bed or whatever, then call someone a whore or slut in bed, right? I think there's a it's lot of things that I like being called in the bed. I I love dirty talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not that open about it with my sexual partners. Why? Um, if I trust someone a lot and if I've been with someone for a longer period of time or if they're my, my, uh, my partner, then it's, mm-hmm. then I can do that. I'm, I'm, I'm better with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm kind of ashamed of how, uh, <laughs> how slutty I get when I really get turned on, which is why, which is very interesting. Yeah. Why? Um, why? <laughs> very good question. I don't know. It's, it's something that happens. I think it's also yeah. internalized, um, feeling of uh, f- women not are being allowed to be sexual. Yeah. Yeah. You can be sexy, but not sexual. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, try it out. That's the thing. And also with it's, I think it's even more important with one night stands to communicate what you like. Absolutely. Because if you have a relationship, then you can build upon the things and people, your partner will know what you like to hear or what you would like in the bedroom uh, or wherever you you are at that place (laughs) at the time. Um, But I think it's even more important with one night stands. A hundred percent. Because it's a... Uh, well if it's good maybe it can happen again but it's a one-time thing Mm -hmm. so make sure that that one time is one pleasurable for you pleasurable and consensual of course uh but communicate if you say uh, i like it when you put the pinky on my butt but not the ring finger that's too big then it's fine communicate that and i think it's also i i find it very hot if a if someone i'm sleeping with especially if it's one night stand if if they say something in terms of oh please do this or please do that yeah you're asking for yeah. it i'm like yeah hell yeah hell I'll yeah do i'm that. gonna do that let's yeah. go we're gonna say fuck no i'm not gonna do that yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. and then i just i don't yeah. know, sit on their face or something you know that's solved, <laughs> solved. make him shut up lotta always <laughs> says if he dies he dies <laughs> <laughs> well what a beautiful way to go isn't it so fuck yeah God damn. If you die, if I if I would die by orgasming, just know 
that I will be happy doing it. Just for, for I will be at the eulogy like she had a great time. At least she had fun doing what she loved up until the very last minute. <laughs> exactly. Um, you came out when you were how old exactly? As trans, As trans. or, or uh, well, this year. Okay. 25, yeah. And um, you had known since, we talked about it, this in the last episode, since you were eight-ish? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, we talked in the second episode of the season about transitioning and um, all stuff in related to that, but I want to get more in-depth about that today. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel that sex education was taught um, when you grew up? And how she- do you feel like transitioning um, was incorporated within that no, sex education? Never. No, I went to a Catholic high school okay so, yeah no, no education for me at all that's what i said we mm-hmm. had like two sentences about uh bisexuality and um homosexuality mm-hmm. and that's it and then the teacher said but it's against the bible so we're not going to talk about that anymore and i was like but i want to know more <laughs> so the teacher was also religious yeah like most teachers were religious at the school some okay. were atheists i think but uh like the first hour you had at school you would read out the bible Wow. So, yeah. That's so... Well, well, we wouldn't read out of the Bible, but the teacher would... uh... (laughs) Sorry, there's glitters everywhere. Oh, it's okay. There you go. Yeah, but the teacher would read a passage from the Bible. Okay. Which I actually always liked because the Bible is very good stories. I actually read the Bible last week again. Did you know that the Bible states that if you're a slave... You should be thankful and obedient to your owner. Why? Because God will see what you gave up. That's the biggest bullshit I've ever read in my life. Okay, this is... If you did not believe yet that um, the Bible is fiction, then hereby, your proof. Yeah, it's in, it's insane. And again, I, I like reading the Bible. Like uh, It's good it, fiction. Yeah, it's good fiction. Yeah, but it also I, I feel like some people can take a, a red line or some um, some sustenance out of the Bible. Mm-hmm. I think that like for some people it's music, for some people it's um, cooking and eating, for some people it's it's like for Lotte it's drawing pots right now right. and everything or the, like painting. Uh, uh, those are awesome, or, by the way. Tell yeah, her if, okay. if you're watching right now, they're yeah. they're dope. Yeah, she's gonna sell them soon. So dope. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Make a business out of it. Fuck yeah. So nice. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. I like it. She made a lot of uh, pots already for me. I love nice. them. Yeah, and she made a, a like a Roman trans guy statue thing for me have you seen Did, it on my instagram I, se- I think i've seen uh, it yeah it's so cool i think it's so really cool nice yeah, i that's, love it that's really cool picture um, picture inserted right now nice if you're watching instead of listening yeah uh, sex education mm-hmm. i didn't get it at all and the thing is that you can't really uh, look it up on the internet because the uh, groups where trans well for me then trans guys or non-binary trans masculine people talk about those kind of things is in enclosed groups so you need to be a part of that and when you're not out yet you're not gonna add yourself to those groups because um, you don't want it to be seen by other yeah. people or you don't want someone to out you even if it's like accidental you don't want that yeah. to happen so so yeah i i had i had no clue what i was doing actually when i when i came out it's like now what yeah so a lot of really helps me with that I'm still experiencing, uh, or I'm still finding out what works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily, uh, Lot is very open, and uh, 
she gets more creative than me. So that helps. That's awesome. Yeah, so sometimes I don't even have to think about it because Lot is already on her way. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. good. Yeah. She actually really tries to understand and help and, and Oh, 100%. I I I I don't really know other couples in this situation where the same is happening um because uh, I have two friends. Uh one was in a relationship not anymore and the other one still is. And one defines uh, themselves as transmasculine, uh, and the other one is just non-binary, and that's just their, uh, as well as their, um, it's their gender, and mm -hmm. that's it. Like things like sex toys and everything, we don't really talk about that because it's so personal with trans people. Uh, how do, how is that? What is that like for you? Uh, well, some things I do like. Some things are too addictive. You know, like the magic wand. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I had one of those. Okay. And I wouldn't come out of the house anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is horrible. And Lot actually hated it. And then I said, no, try it again. It's really good. And now she's like, yeah. 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 Friend of mine recently bought one. You won't come out of your house anymore. You're, you're, it's so addictive. Well, season three will be sponsored by whom? I have no clue. If you're watching and you're a company wanting to sponsor me, sponsor me, yeah. please. Um, so hopefully I'm going to be able to make someone some, addicted to the fucking magic wand. Make someone addicted to your products. <laughs> Sex education uh, was not taught properly. No, at all. No, yeah. Fuck sex education. Fuck oh, sex the education. hairs. <laughs> the hairs of it all. Ooh, this is really cute though. Um, okay, sex education was not taught properly. No. And Boo you, babe. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Boo you, babe. It's, it's really the worst. And I think it, for me, was a little bit worse because I went to a Catholic school. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so yeah, so you already have like a, a homophobic red line mm -hmm. all throughout your throughout everything school and the board and everything um and some teachers were open about it like it's normal uh but it wasn't like the majority of all teachers so it, it wasn't taught we didn't do purple friday uh we wouldn't say anything about pride uh so everything that's was rubbish yeah i don't know if they still if they do it now but i i really don't think so Oh, I think one of my nephews goes to the school now where I went to. So maybe I can ask him. Next season, we will tell you. Yeah, <laughs> I will ask him. I will ask him. He has Corona around right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't visit him right now. Nope. <laughs> maybe maybe not. Nope. Um, you are at the beginning phase. You recently came out. You're at the beginning phase of transitioning yeah. and stuff. I don't know if I already told uh, you already. but No, uh, I saw something. Please tell us. Yeah. So I'm on the waiting list. And I got a person who has a private practice it's not ready yet yeah. no so uh, it's a private practice nice <laughs> so good and um the waiting list isn't two and a half fucking years how long is it four months and i'm already past one month already next week one month is already yes! over yeah so good so yeah so i, I probably uh, start before my birthday in April and awesome. by the end of the year I will have my diagnosis for gender dysphoria that will be fantastic and maybe 
I will be on testosterone already this year. You cannot be, uh, as soon as you're diagnosed with, with gender dysphoria, you can start to testosterone. Is that the way it goes? No, le- le- there are certain ways where you can get testosterone. There are some uh, general practitioners that do it. Um, but if they're not known with uh, transgender care, they won't do it. Because I asked my general practitioner, she said, you're literally the first trans person that I've ever had in my uh wow. in my entire career so i want to thread lightly with everything and i want to take the best care of you mm-hmm. but i'm not specialized in your care so i won't give you any advice but i will give you a referral right away so she and fantastic she, yeah, that's and she's, so good she's quite uh, well i'm not gonna say old because she isn't that old but she's in her 50s wow yeah and she was like that is shocking yeah, in amsterdam yeah so uh, she just said I don't know anything about it. I'm just going to listen to you, mm-hmm. uh, make sure that I get everything right on paper for you. And then I'm going to give you a referral. Uh, let me know where you want to go to. And I'll make sure that the referral goes to that place. Great. So, yeah. But, yeah. So, exactly. the testosterone. So, some general practitioners do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of mine actually got her uh, hormone therapy through her general practitioner, mm-hmm. uh, which really helped her along the way because... They already said, okay, well, if a general practitioner is so, um, uh, they believe you so much that they already give you hormone therapy, mm-hmm. we can fasten the process. So mm-hmm. her process was like one and a half years, which is very fast. That's awesome. Yeah. So I also um, send an email to a uh, specialized transgender clinic in Amsterdam and they work with uh, consensual treatment. So... They what is will, that? Well, they give you testosterone, but without a gender dysphoria uh, diagnose, they will have conversations with you and they will just tell you about what will happen to your body, what are the repercussions, what can you do, uh, what, will, what will happen to all the things because you were going to experience hair and not just on your face, but also on your back, your butt, your legs, everywhere. Uh, you're going to have bottom growth. So your uh, disco ball is gonna grow into a micro penis. Yes, <laughs> really. Yeah, that's whoa. Dope. Yeah, really. Yeah, didn't you know? I did not know. He got a little dicky. So your clit turns dick. Yeah, mini dick. Yeah, very interesting. It can grow up to like five or seven centimeters if you're lucky. Wow. Uh, and it can actually, the bigger it grows, uh, the more eligible you are for follow. Plasty, and that's when they get the skin graft of your uh, arm and mm-hmm. your butt and create a fallow, Latin words for penis. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can actually help with the size uh, and everything. But you can say so interesting this size. You can say that. Okay, yeah. so you can because there's two types of bottom surgery for well, trans have, men. No, you have you have a lot of. It's like um, the uh, gender affirming um, sex operation uh it comes in so many forms because uh and especially with non-binary people because some non-binary people um uh, they don't like the outer part aren't but but they don't mind the inner part of their vagina so it's really personal so you have so many different kinds of uh uh surgeries that you can get mm-hmm. and the two most um Popular is phalloplasty and uh, metoplasty. And the metoplasty is like you get a uh, very small 
uh, penis. Uh, and it's just, they're gonna figure out a way to... Um, I must say, I did my research the mm-hmm. most on phalloplasty because that's the one I'm most attracted to. Like, mm, I think I want this. Yeah. Um, but I think it's when your clit grows and they will put skin around that make sure that you can stand to pee or not stand to pee because that's the thing for me that I'm thinking about like uh, I experience sexual pleasure with uh, the hole like the the vagina itself Um, and I don't know if I want to lose that but if I get a penis as well then uh, they can't put my urinary line within the penis so I I will still have to sit uh, when I pee and what would you prefer I don't know. I never... Well, I I tried standing up... For being standing up, of course, obviously. Yeah. I still practice in the shower. <laughs> but I, I, I honestly don't, we don't all? know. Yeah. So that, that's the thing. Uh, because I know I'm 100% sure that I want testosterone. I'm 100% sure that I need to get uh, a vasectomy. Uh, so my boobs taken off. That uh, is called a vasec- vasectomy? No, no. Vasectomy is getting your... Um, uh, your uh, lines from your balls uh, cut off, or okay. and they put it in a right. knot. Yeah. Oh, I, I um, knew this. Okay. Yeah. As a vasectomy. Yeah. And um, a mastectomy is getting your uh, boobs top off. surgery. Top surgery. Yeah. Okay. So this is an interesting question for me because um, hey, did you hear that? Do we got mail? I'm not the only one who's got questions. Apparently, <laughs> we we got more questions actually. Um, the first question we got because I have a a, a whole lot of them again, which nice. is which is cool. Yeah. Um, how do you right now um, incorporate your boobs during sex? Do you? Don't you? How does that go uh, for you? Well, some sometimes yeah, sometimes yeah. I mean, Lotta knows when I'm dysphoric about my chest that day, so. Uh, when when I am dysphoric, then she won't touch them as much or don't touch them at all, because I really like the sensation I have in my nipples, but I just don't like my boobs being touched. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it really depends on the day. But the thing is, wh- what I'm scared of with top surgery is that I will lose all sensation in my nipples because I really like them being touched. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but they have to be taken off fully. Because of my cup size, I okay. can't. I can't do a donut operation in which they cut open underneath your nipple and it just take, take all of out. the oh. boob tissue out of your nipple and just close it up. Mm-hmm. But my nipples are too big. Okay, that's the thing. And men oh, generally that's... have smaller nipples, so they will have to take my nipples off, cut them in a beautiful size, put them back on. Whoa! Yeah, that's such complicated surgeries. Yeah. So the thing is, uh, which I also said to Lotta is uh, I'm 100% sure that I want to take my boobs off uh, at first I will take the um, surgery where my nipples will be replaced mm-hmm. and if after three years uh, I still have no sensation in my nipples I'm gonna take my nipples off as well okay yeah that's, that's an option yeah sure okay why not and then what would you do what do you mean what do I do, you, I don't, I don't, you live nippleless that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that was an option. Hell yeah, you. The, that's the thing. You don't have like the the um, uh, heteronormative yeah. uh, transgender surgeries. You also have right. the non-binary people that define themselves differently because Nanoa actually mm-hmm. doesn't have nipples anymore. Okay. Yeah. Th- I knew that. And they got a tattoo with uh, "This is the new normal. Get used to it." Here. Yeah. Yeah. 
dope. dope yeah dope honestly so dope, yeah so how do you uh what goes on in your brain when you're um dysphoric in regards to um your boobs and nipples take us in that process how do you feel at that yeah well sometimes i look in the mirror and then in my head i have like cup d and i have like a full cup b like a small c full full b okay and um sometimes it helps when uh lot is behind me and then she grabs my boobs and lifts them up like this so i can just do my arms like this and then it's a very nice moment but it always gets me emotional yeah. yeah yeah so it feels like your body isn't your own that's that, yeah that's it's a like, sensation that's yeah i mean you have some you have some people with like a uh, body dysmorphia you see that a lot with uh, trigger warning uh with people with eating disorders that when they look in the mirror that they see another shape of their body then yeah i, I know mean, that yeah, yeah yeah so it's exactly the same you see a body and it doesn't comprehend what you have in your brain when i was uh, at my uh trigger warning at the height of my anorexia so definitely my low point in mm -hmm. life one of my low points um i was so skinny um but i looked in the mirror and i thought i was fat yeah while i was so much underweight so in that sense yeah. i understand what it's like it's to exactly, look in the mirror and it's exactly the same feeling that's f and the, insane. And the thing is, is that um, uh, luckily you had something that cannot be fully cured, but it can be manageable. Mm -hmm. And if you call your general practitioner, you will get help fairly fast because it's a life-threatening situation. Whereas your body is also in danger. It's not only your mind that is in danger, but it's also your body that's in danger. So luckily there is so much knowledge about eating disorders um in a certain way because people are still fucking fat phobic and shit mm -hmm. and the reason why people still get eating disorders is because the world is fucking because fat -phobic. of diet culture and exactly fat yeah fuck fat phobia fuck it <laughs> i want to take a moment for that but fuck it yeah it's fucking dangerous and that's the whole fucking reason why people get eating disorders a hundred percent yeah so 100%. and that's it's not fair that's that's the thing i really feel about it like um nobody um made me trans that's the thing nobody made me trans i'm i'm just trans you know yeah and people oppressed you and said you had to look a certain way uh and they that's the thing society gave you that illness a hundred percent and that's so the, fucking the reason why you did not know from such a young age on who you truly were is if i don't say this correctly correct me mm -hmm. is because of the heteronormative and uh cis based society we live yeah 100 percent. yeah and that's the same thing with with for people with eating disorders society expects you to be a certain size and when you lost weight people will say oh you look good for you could have cancer you could have like a bowel syndrome you could have a fucking severe depression and everything yeah and people will say that you look good that's horrible but yeah. that's the same thing with people saying to me uh when i was younger when i was wearing a dress that people would say to me oh you look so good in a dress and i was like well i want to die right now yeah you oh know? my god i'm that's... sorry if it's triggering for you by the way we can no no it's to the next point. no it's it's absolutely fine i uh no it's good okay that's yeah, good it's important okay. i think yeah. um yeah that's exactly it you get a compliment for something you'd rather die for yeah 
I remember... Um, or where you're gonna die off if they yeah. don't stop making those comments. I remember being... Um, when I, this is a huge trigger for people who had eating disorders. If you can't listen to this, definitely click away right now. Um, but when I, I was at my low point of my anorexia, uh, high point of anorexia, low point of my mental health, I um, switched from not eating anything to binge eating mm -hmm. behavior. And um, then once I was at work with my um, favorite colleague at the time, we were standing in the elevator and he told me, you finally have your cheeks back and they're so nice and fluffy and red. Mm, yeah. And I honestly, I wanted to shoot myself on the spot and he said, and you're finally getting curves again. And I took that as your fat. And yeah. after that, I didn't eat for three entire days. Yeah. Because of something someone said. Yeah. That's why it's so important not to comment on anyone's body. Yeah. No matter what it is. Yeah, just talk Shut about the people with their fucking personality. It's way more important either way. Yes. Yeah. 100%. That's it's yeah. so insane how something so seemingly little to a healthy quote unquote yeah. minded person yeah. can be, have such a huge influence yeah. on who you are. Yeah, and and what will become of you? 100%. I mean, that's the thing. People see Lotte and think she's unhealthy, and people see me and they think I am healthy. And the thing is that Lotte actually exercise I wank a lot, play my Xbox, smoke a little hash, and do nothing. I have uh, asthma and uh, COPD and everything. I don't eat well. I don't poop well. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, well. I'm not a healthy person at all. It's so unfair that people judge. Yeah, based exactly. On what yeah, but you that's the like. thing. That's the thing. And fat people aren't unhealthy i constantly in my dms get people whenever i i share uh people that society would consider overweight i get replies from people they're unhealthy you're promoting obesity why are you sharing this why do you obesity support fat people obesity like it exists but like in the extreme measures where you can't get up anymore by yourself and those kind of things then it's unhealthy but other than that if you can do whatever the fuck you want you're fine and the thing is being underweight is way more dangerous than being overweight it actually is 100 percent. like your period doesn't stop when you're overweight but it does happen when you're underweight i didn't have my period for two entire years there you go i uh still have my hands and my feet are always cold and that will never get back to normal because of how skinny i was at my skinniest yeah. that's why diet culture needs to fuck the hell off yeah fuck yeah fuck that honestly and i'm and not detoxing blooping any of that and detoxing doesn't work because if you want to detox have a liver and kidneys that's the only thing that can detox your body detoxes are fake it doesn't exist they you want to detox get a healthy liver stop drinking yeah your body detoxes itself, itself constantly. Yeah. yeah, you can't detox. Constantly. Constantly. <laughs> constantly. Drink, don't drink coffee. Don't drink your coffee constantly. <laughs> yeah. nice. Oh my god. Nice. No, true. I think Fucking it's good true. to have a uh, disclaimer. Uh, yeah, I'll, to, I'll, I'll that voice over can, it uh, at the beginning. Click on it like at this minute you can skip oh. the eating disorder thingies good idea yeah. i will do that yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah because it wasn't really the plan to talk no. about eating disorders no. but i think it's a very good topic to talk about me for yeah. being a person that doesn't have uh, um, an eating disorder uh, and that society thinks i'm healthy because the way that i look and i think it's important for you to also use your voice as a person that actually has experienced it yeah 
So I think it's very important that we talk about this issue as well. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. it's it's something um, in... Did I say it in this week's... This, oh, this wait. Week's We're going to talk about fetishization as well. Because we can connect these dots very well now. <laughs> Fire away. Well, fetishization <laughs> is fucked up. Because fetishization of fat people or uh, what kind of fetishization are you talking about here? That's Okay, that's a good point. Because the thing is, is that uh, fat people get fetishized a lot in pornography. Like, it's insane um, uh, how much fat people... It, it's like... And the thing is that people say, oh, fat people are disgusting. Then why do you have 50,000 pages of porn with fat people? If you find those fat people so disgusting, why are you watching their porn? Exactly. And wanking um, off to it? Exactly, 100%. By the way, Lotte has an OnlyFans right now. I'll click on it. Check it out. Pay Check for a vacation to Bali. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She said, I'm, I'm going to open only- an OnlyFans for yeah, you yeah, soon. Yeah, fuck yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So I'm actually excited to do it, man, honestly. Do it. Yeah, fuck yeah. And I mean, um, uh, Lotte told me, like, I think I'm about an OnlyFans. I can be like, fuck yeah. Mm. And Lotte gets a lot of DMs with, like, yeah. sugar daddies and shit. And then she says, well, uh, then she starts talking with them, talking prices and what can and they cannot yeah. do. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't found a sugar daddy yet. But mm. I always say, baby, I'm not scared of anything. I know you love me. I know you always come back to me. I know we can set ground rules. And they pay for my new laptop. Hell Amen. yeah. Let's go. The fuck? If people need company, people are fucking lonely. Get Get yourself in company. And damn, if Lotte is your company, you're a blessed man. Mm. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. I, I don't think it's wrong to have a type. I don't think it's wrong to, to have a type. I feel like I am, to a certain degree, also helping the role of fetishization. Because I feel like there's definitely certain people I'm very attracted to certain that fit certain categories mm-hmm. within porn. Yeah. And I hate myself for watching that, but it just... No, I I, I think it's fine to have a preference, mm-hmm. uh, but it shouldn't be your sole thing to focus on. That's the thing. I mean, right. um, I had a variety of people who I dated. I'm going to lay this down because I'm making noise. But <laughs> I have a variety of people that I dated... Uh, and <laughs> no, hate it. Sorry, it's okay. Um, and I, I don't think that I actually have a um, preferred type of person mm-hmm. uh, who I would like to date. Um, physically speaking, yeah, physically, obviously, physically yeah. speaking, uh, emotionally and spiritually, I need a certain bar. Yeah. You know, <laughs> at first my bar was here, and then a lot of game was like, well, okay, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I don't think it's wrong to have a preference, but it shouldn't be your solely based person that you mm-hmm. want to be with or have sex with um, because then it's getting close to fetishizing people. And I think that's wrong because uh, I I don't want to be someone's porn product. Do you feel like uh, transgender people are uh, fetishized? A lot, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's why people are so obsessed with my genitals. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. They want to know if I have a dick. I'm like, why? Do you want to play with it? Or, you know... You, that's wh- a very good question, though. Why does everyone want to know what you have in your pants? Why is that anyone's business? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's the thing. That for me, that's also fetishizing. Even though you're not attracted to me... You, well, you say you, you want to you wanna be weird about it. That's the main reason why you ask what I have in my pants. But the thing is, like... Did you ever ask anyone, like, well, what's in your pants? 
I started doing this. Oh, nice. Just uh, like if, if, to I, see if people, yeah, uh, if people are weirded out end? by it and they're like, why are you asking me this? Well, I'm trans like, people experience this every day. Literally. I, I yeah. go like that. I go like, preachy bitch. Yeah. And what do they say about that? They're like, oh, that's true. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. And then they still ask, so what does he have in his pants? And I'm like, fucking hell did you not learn oh really they yeah, still yeah. ask no there there, there is someone uh, i spoke with someone about the second episode of the season with you and um they were like so what does he have in his pants and i'm like what do you have in your pants yeah and then what they say um uh, they said well it's not the same right he's trans and i'm like it uh, does it matter why does it matter that's the thing yeah that's he's the already thing. taken why, why does it matter for you Fuck it yeah. doesn't i i once uh was having sex at a place where I should probably not have had sex and then someone caught me and my sex buddy um <laughs> buddy <laughs> in the in the men's restroom mm-hmm. um and I heard like excuse me and I was like yeah and then I was like oh fuck I shouldn't have said anything because yeah. I'm a woman in, in the men's restroom and then he was like uh this is only meant for one person and then I was like sure <laughs> and then he went away and then five minutes later we just continued we didn't give a shit nice. it was like <laughs> i'm gonna have to call uh, security if you don't come out right now and i was like mm. okay sure and then so 10 minutes later he opened the uh like the door of the toilet mm-hmm. of, to the hall not our yeah yeah little, your stall yeah exactly yeah and he pointed at the door saying this is for men and i said well you can't see what's in my pants nice <laughs> and he you looked at me it. yeah right and uh he looked at me and he was like uh, well just make sure you get out another um, question we got actually is mm-hmm. what kind of porn you watch i don't watch porn anymore oh interesting yeah for a few for two years now okay so i had this time where i watched a lot of porn and it was becoming a little bit of a problem okay. i just watched it as if it was my netflix show and then uh, I got caught watching porn at work. Ooh. And that was the moment for me when I said, well, I don't think this is a good thing anymore. And I, and I played it off like, oh, a friend sent it to me and I was just looking at it and I looked longer than what, than I was supposed to. Yeah. Uh, so, touched the Oy. bullet there. Holy um, shit. So, it was becoming a little <laughs> bit of an addiction, but not like... Um, uh, I couldn't do anything else than watching porn, but I was watching it a lot. And if you're going to watch too it, close. and if you're watching porn at work, then it's a problem. So yeah, it was becoming agree. a problem. And then I just stopped watching porn and that's fine. Yeah, so, I have phases that I go through. Yeah, well. so the porn that I uh, watched before was gay porn, 100%. Okay. Yeah, and the thing is that a lot of lesbians watch gay porn as well. And the reason... Bef- uh, because of lesbian porn or uh no like men on men porn and the reason for it is that one uh lesbian porn is made for straight men yes uh, because it is. no fucking woman screams like that <laughs> like we talked about this on the on the show with uh, my lesbian friend sophie and my mm. bisexual friend kaya as well mm. yeah about how lesbian and and threesomes uh are created for the straight. heterosexual male yeah so that's a fucking problem. And the thing with gay porn is is that um, uh, men can't fake. It's it, it's physically impossible to fake. Yeah. So um, that's the thing. So you'll actually see two men 
really enjoy themselves, yeah. really enjoy the, each other, um, or more men if that's the thing you mm-hmm. you're into. Um, so that's the reason why I liked gay porn um, so much. And the thing is, I've watched some trans porn, but it was uh, very fetishized, uh, and it was still about penetrating the trans guy and i don't like that i really don't like that yeah i want to see the other side Mm -hmm. and i know what the other side is because i do the other side uh so if i would start watching porn again not on my work not on my job (laughs) uh then it would be nice to see porn that actually is trans uh inclusive for um, but it, because that's the same thing with trans women in porn, because the fucking tag they use for them is she male. That's not that's what it is. That's fucking wrong. That's not what it's it is. It's a woman with a penis, not a she male. There's no male in a in a woman. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. The fuck. <laughs> the fuck indeed. Yeah. The fuck indeed. Indeed. Yeah. I feel like it. It's um. We recorded um the the second episode quite a while back and mm-hmm. the previous episode some time ago as well um sometime that's sometime. true that's true <laughs> and <laughs> i feel like it will be really interesting to see uh in a year and in two years and in three years where you stand in your yeah. process of transitioning yeah that will be dope like on the on the uh eighth uh episode i'm here i'm actually gonna have beer or something. right that season be season three four five six yeah how will that progress? I think it's very interesting to see yeah. how that's gonna go. I would love to have you back on the second, on the third season as well, mm-hmm. for sure. Call and me. <laughs> yeah, will happen for sure, for sure. I'm gonna try my best to do get some deal at a packer shop, store, anything. Packer company. Packer companies. Yeah. If you're watching, we're looking for sponsors. So Hell just yeah. saying. Pack and play, please. Pack and play, please. Indeed. Yeah. Um, By the way, why do you? make this show yeah (laughs) good question you asked me this off camera last time and i i didn't really i I don't feel like i had a good answer did i even give an answer no you said you can ask me on on camera all right and then i forgot yeah um (laughs) why i make this show i think that because i was slut shamed for such a long time in my personal life and i also experienced uh calling other women sluts which is fucked up mm-hmm. um and i it isn't weird though that women no, are misogynist when yeah you live in a misogynistic unfortunately world. that's yeah. the way we're raised yeah. and i had this uh, best friend for a very long time and she um had uh, a lot of bad partners and mm-hmm. i always looked at her like I don't feel like it's necessarily something that you want to do because you feel empowered. It's more something you do because you need it uh, for affirmation and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't like how um, I just felt like she deserved better than what she was giving herself. And that really... Ins- and now you put it in retrospect and you think yeah. it's actually quite good that for her that she did it because she needed that. Um, yeah, I guess in a sense it was needed for her. Um, I don't, I unfortunately don't speak to her anymore, Mm -hmm. uh, for other reasons, but, um, I find it very interesting to see how women behave uh, when they're raised in a very heteronormative and misogynist society Mm -hmm. built by and for, uh, heterosexual cis men. Yeah. And, um, I think that the more and more I got into feminism, the more I was like, well, why am I not gonna just launch the slut show? Yeah, I have my first podcast that I called How I Met Ellen Moore the podcast because I had so many weird stories of how I met people and I wanted to share those because they're just 
some are hilarious i met someone drunk on the subway i met another friend of mine at at like baby garden i don't know what it's called um baby garden baby garden like when we were two both so oh yeah like are, kindergarten but then for like when you babies. were two yeah, yeah right yeah so that's not a baby at two but anyways it's preschool yeah preschool anyways yeah. <laughs> something like that and those were stories that i wanted to have told and then i was recording episodes with kaya a lot and um we ended up constantly talking about sex and drugs and i was like i just need to make create a platform where i can share all the crazy sex stories that me and my friends have to tell yeah and um be what i wanted when i was a 13 year old looking for um ways of exploring my sexuality and learning about new things mm -hmm. because i couldn't find someone speaking openly and without any taboo and stigma surrounding it about sex anywhere so i hope to be that for some young girls watching nice or boys or non-binary beings nice yeah dope. so that's 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 a good cause yeah that's and definitely a good cause claiming back the time that you were misogynist exactly yeah misogynistic. and just yeah, yeah and just um it's it feels so empowering to me i yeah. produce something that i genuinely it gives me so much joy doing the pre-production the production itself the post-production it's something that i enjoy doing so much and honestly over the course of this season i set this off camera as well and on camera i, I believe in the last episode i learned so much on the creation of this season yeah. about the lgbtq plus community yeah about feminism intersectionality exactly yeah. about being trans about being lesbian being gay being everything within yeah. the whole community and obviously i still have a lot more to learn but i'm so grateful for that and yeah. i want to give a big thank you to you as well for all your openness yeah, sure, and yeah. your and you as well because Thanks. it comes from two sides right right <laughs> yeah i really enjoy uh the click we have yeah. and how honest we can be so yeah oh yeah very grateful for that yeah me too great um thank you friends <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly Re really feels like yeah. that nice um it's the last episode of the season Aww. which is a pity obviously um yeah. i really hope that you guys at home enjoyed watching this first and second season for now for the time being this is going to be it i don't know when the next season is going to be airing uh when season three is going to be airing you can see on my instagram and all my socials at by ellen moore or at the celestial with ellen moore i think people can fast in the process of get a new season by uh, supporting you on patreon a hundred percent definitely if you want to see a next season definitely head over to my patreon page to support me financially by buying me a coffee as a coffee a coffee as 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 mentioned here <laughs> uh, give this me a coffee gonna, this is gonna be a bit though yeah definitely <laughs> uh, give me a coffee it's only four bucks a month and in return you get a third season and hopefully sex toys soon yeah so that's nice. gonna happen um tell your friends about this let show if Hell you liked yeah. it and if you want to be on it, I think. Oh right? hell yeah, yeah. absolutely! You, if you if you're gonna make a new season, which I really hope you're gonna do, for sure. What are the topics that you might want to do? That you'll see on the third season. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there's definitely a clickbait. A, there's a couple of guests that I have that have in mind that i would love to be on the mm. third season one you know very well so we're gonna see ah, <laughs> we're gonna mm. see how things are gonna develop <laughs> um so uh, yeah i'm so excited i'm so nice. excited for me that too, yeah. support me on patreon follow me on instagram follow dane on instagram as well if you want to see some reels and snippets from the slit show the of the slut show head over to the the slut show with on more instagram account if you want to read the slutty science information again head over to the we are 
are on girls blog through the link in my description box down below there is no next week unfortunately but a third season is coming asap nice yeah i'm so excited yes i really am subscribe to my youtube channel share the slut show with your friends thank you so much for being here thank You're you at welcome. home for watching and listening and for now sluts, sluts out, out. <laughs> so cool. nice